Good evening, family. How is everybody doing today on this absolutely beautiful Wednesday? It was gorgeous here in the 70s, but I'm looking forward to next week when the temperature drops. Apparently, uh, Alaska, Steve, you're pretty cold over there right now, but next week I, we're going to have a day where we're high at 47, lows at 26, and I get to throw on my jacket. Looking forward to that weather. I love the cold. Guys, I hope everybody's doing great tonight. This is Kilted Christian, episode 469, and I have titled this one, Jeff's words from God. If Jeff can't be here with us, we will bring Jeff to us. Guys, I love you. Grateful you are all here. For those of you that I not get a chance to say hello to, God bless you and thanks for coming. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. And it's always a blessing to be here with all of you, and I hope you had a great day. So, Livin, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It was a beautiful day here in Kentucky, and we had a great time going to Lowe's and Walmart today, your favorite place. So it's been a fan fantastic day. A little bit of um, some chemtrails, though, I'd have to say. Our oh, yeah. The sky was covered. They, they created a rainbow. Yeah, they did. I guess that's the only good thing that comes out of the chemtrails is a, rain rain a rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't someone carrying it down a street either. Yeah, exactly. Flight work, Devo, Terry, Hi. recovering. How are you all doing tonight? Thank you for joining us this evening, and I hope you all are doing great. Good to see everybody. So we got a little bit of news to go over, um, but first, you know, like I said, today's show, once we get into our topic, is going to be Jeff's words from God, and these are like little things that he's been putting up on Brothers in a Bible and Telegram, and like I said, if Jeff can't be here with us, we will bring him to you, and I love having Jeff here in the room with us. So before I even get into uh, tonight's topic, I'm going to go ahead and start off with one of the, one thing that Jeff sent me earlier This is perfect for this show, so I'm going to go ahead and read that to you guys, and then we'll get into a little bit of news. So, uh, because he lives. The fact that Jesus Christ rose from the dead gives us the absolute unquestionable foundation for everything else that we believe. First of all, we have the confidence of knowing our God is alive. Jesus was not just some preacher or a teacher. He claimed to be the Messiah, the son of the living God. And this is Matthew 16, 16 through 17. The Lord told his disciples that to see him was to see the Father. That's John 14, 9. And the fact is, that was one of the reasons that he came, to reveal the Heavenly Father so that we can understand what he's like. So all other belief systems have their so-called gods, plural, or plural gods, um, but we know where their leader is buried and are still in their graves, which calls into question their divinity. So Christ rose from the dead to validate and settle once and for all that our God is the only true God, the creator of all things. He who made each of us can't be fashioned by us. So the one we worship is alive, not dead, or an idea dreamed up in the mind of a man. Think about it. Unless you believe that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead, um, then you either worship something else or nothing at all. So why? simply because people without the living Christ have no assurance of anything. You might be wondering, well, if Christ is alive, then where is he? What is he doing? Scripture reveals very clearly that Jesus is seated at the Father's right hand, interceding on behalf. This is uh, 725, 10, 12. He's a living God who cares, 
loves, hears, and answers our prayers. He's our forgiving Lord, continually advocating on our behalf. What's more, the Lord Jesus is God the Son, who is preparing a place for each of us who believes in him, John 14, 2. He's also the risen Savior who promised his disciples that though he was going away, he wouldn't leave us orphans. Jesus assured them that he would send the Holy Spirit to teach and guide each of his followers until he returned, John 14, 16 to 18. Um, so today, every single believer is indwelt by the living spirit of God, beginning the moment that he or she receives Christ as their personal savior. As Christians, we're sealed forever unto the day of redemption when we're called home to heaven. Our God is alive and active and through lives through his children. And he's ready to save any who are willing to confess their sins and receive the gift of forgiveness. He is so freely given. And uh, once again, Jeff, thank you, brother. That was oh, absolutely you. beautiful. That was beautiful. I mean, boy, I couldn't have brought Jeff here in any other way than something he personally wrote. And um, right, that's really pretty. Yeah, he was. He's burning the midnight oil because he texted me this at like nine thirty. Oh. Oh. Eastern time. Yeah, that's midnight oil for Jess. Yes, so it is. He said he'd be burning more midnight oil if he uh, had the oil to burn. burn. But, well, <laughs> oil's getting expensive. So I guess you got to be very careful about how much you use because we may end up needing that at some point. Right. Who knows? We shall see. But uh, so first off, guys, there's a, a act, or I think it's an unactive shoot. I think it's over with now that took place up in Maine. And the last numbers that I saw was 22 dead. 60 possibly injured over um, three different locations, a bowling alley, a bar and grill and somewhere else. So um, let's do a quick little prayer for those that are involved in this. Yes. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for everything you blessed us with. Dear Lord, thank you for the life that you've given us and the safety that you give us um, almost every single day. But dear Lord, sometimes things just happen and we're in the wrong place at the wrong time. So I ask dear Lord that you bless all the people that have died, that are injured from this um, main shooting that has taken place. Dear Lord, let the truth about this come out. Don't let this be hidden, dear Lord. They try to use this in every way they can to spin it, to fit their agenda politically. Dear Lord, don't let that happen. Don't let them make this about gun control like we know that they're going to. Dear Lord, let's focus on those people that are hurt those people that have died, the families of those people. Let's keep them in our prayers, dear Lord, and just watch over all those families and let them get through these difficult times. But Heavenly Father, let the truth of this come through so that people know the deception that our government brings in and the false flags that they push in order to get their agendas through. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much ahead of time for answering those prayers because I know that you will, and we love you with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Beautiful prayer. Yeah. So we we know where this is going. We know that they're going to end up using this for some agenda. Um, you know, the apparently the guy that they I from what I just read, he is in custody. And this guy has got a record of pedophilia, child um endangerment, um, and just a couple of other, you know, horrible things, and is not a legal gun owner. He cannot own guns legally. Um, but listen to my dog dream barking. So on. He's growling at somebody too. Yep, he's he's dream growling. He's probably dream growling at our little puppy, <laughs> I'd imagine. But but we can't let them push this agenda. We need to keep these people in our prayers. Pray, you know. They say no more thoughts and prayers. No more thoughts, more prayers, but more prayers than anything. And we can't let them get away with this and push this agenda because they are doing everything they possibly can right here at this moment 
to remove guns from our hands? And we know that the answer isn't less guns. It's more people with guns. Because just like in Texas, just like in Kentucky, where people are allowed to own weapons as much as they want, conceal carry, open carry. If you don't know who is behind the door and what they have with them, you're less likely to have a break in. So if you're having people that are walking around armed, you're less likely to have these troublemakers because they're just going to assume or they're going to look around paranoid like who is armed. We could stop this kind of stuff ourselves. Like I said, this is about responsible gun owners. The gun problems that we have in this country are not guns. It's the people that are mentally ill, that are pushing, that are holding these guns, that are using them, that are pushing these false flags. It's no different than a fork. Forks are not responsible for for being overweight. That would be the person holding the fork. So, uh, guys, we know where they're going to push this. Like I said, just keep on praying for these people. Don't let this happen. So, uh, getting off of that right here, because I don't know much more than I told you, um, records reveal that Fauci, oh boy, you guys love Fauci. He made $300 million from the COVID pandemic while Americans were suffering. And I'm sure that's not a shock to anybody. As a matter of fact, I kind of like not seeing Fauci anymore, but he pops up in the news on occasion anyways, just like Hillary Clinton. Oh my gosh, man. That woman's insufferable. I I just, every time you think, man, I can't dislike this woman anymore. Guess what? You dislike this woman more. And I'm going to do you a favor. I'm not going to play the audio bite that I have. But she was at some kind of a stage function, had like four or five people up there with her. Of course, they were all just like her. And a patriotic guy stood up and called her out and was relentless and would not stop. And Hillary, you know, any good politician would at least stop, listen, and let them talk and then defend themselves. But she talked over him. And it's like I said, if you didn't like her before, which I know you all don't, um, you would have just despised her even more. I mean, this woman is absolutely disgusting, and I wish she would go away. Far oh, my away. goodness. <laughs> so uh, on to the next news. We got um, – so this right here, um, Laura Logan and Cash Patel are exposing how the government is infiltrated. So there was literally – her name is Ariana Tabababai. I don't know. I just butchered the crap out of that. But she's remember a member of the Iran Experts Initiative – a member of Iran Influence Network to keep security clearance after Pentagon review. So if you guys are wondering, hmm, is our government infiltrated? You better believe our government's infiltrated. They got uh, the squad who was out there pushing all this stuff today. Um, disgustingly enough, um, or this is the other day, actually, uh, Jean-Pierre was asked specifically about um, anti-Semitism in the United States. She said, well, there's no proof of any kind of anti-Semitism. The problem that we have in our country, apparently, according to our government, our White House, is Islamophobia. That's right, guys. Has nothing to do with anti-Semitic. Has nothing to do with people that don't like the Jews. No, 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 no. It has to do with Islamophobia. And I'm sure that there's both around. But, you know, there's definitely at least both. You know, there's not one or the other. So um, there was... uh, a couple of Jewish kids at a, I believe it was a college in their library, and there was a pro-Palestinian rally protest that was going on. They found out that there was some Jewish um, kids that were inside of this library, and they literally harbored them in there. They blocked them off. They were threatening them, literally threatening them, and the police had to be called in to remove these people through an emergency window or emergency exit or something. Um, but once again, there's no anti. There's no anti-Semitism. There's no people that hate Jews or Israelis or anything like that in this country. No, 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 no. Just Islamophobia. So today, 
Grassley drops the bombshell, 40 sources on Joe's criminal activity. So I'm going to read just a little bit of this. This is um, the FBI had more than 40 sources informing on possible criminal activity involving Biden's. This is what Grassley says. So once again, more information is coming out about the corruption of the Biden family and the Obamas and all this other stuff, um, even to the point where they got some uh, the audio footage, apparently, of Obama's Secret Service calling in um about or calling the police about the chef that died. So apparently, well, they said that Obama wasn't there. Interesting. Oh, yeah, huh. he, he wasn't there, right? Interesting. But you guys know how I feel. You know what happened. There was a love affair, in my opinion, mm -hmm. that was going on between Obama and his chef. And uh, Big Mike found out about it, decided to play uh, tight end tackle and uh, take out the person who ended up killing him. I can, I can promise you that's what really went down. That's just my opinion. I should say that. My opinion, guys. So don't come after me three-letter agencies. But uh, you guys know what happened. You know what happened. Um, next, uh, what do we got next? Oh, yeah. Little something something happened today. Texas House Speaker um, Dave Fillion. You guys remember Dave Fillion, the, the idiot that went after, um, that went after the, uh, what was it, the Attorney General? Ooh, I think yeah, one after you guys remember yeah. that. So he, he goes after him, um, and he was drunk as crap when he was up there talking or when he was up there speaking at his little podium. He's the one I believe that runs the Congress over there in Texas. So check this out: Texas House Speaker Dade Fillion just ruled to keep COVID vaccine mandates in Texas for college students, medical, and nursing students. Guys, you know what to do. That. Thank you so much, Dale. Ken Paxton was yep. the name of who we went after, and Ken Paxton. You're back in the game. Let's take this guy out. He needs to go. And I'm sure you have the ability to find out all the dirt on this guy because these guys are dirty as crap. All you have to do is lift up the rug and you're going to find all the dirt you need. So do something about it. Let's get rid of this guy. Dade Fillion, you don't have much time left, brother. Enjoy your time while you were there. Um, once again, all these other states are getting rid of vaccine mandates, and he is making sure that they hang around for the college students, medical, nursing. This guy needs to go. Um, next, uh, so Democrat New York Representative Jamal Bowman is charged by the D.C. Attorney General for violating the D.C. code by pulling the fire alarm inside the House office building to delay a congressional vote. You know what that sounds like to me? Interaction. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, absolutely. maybe uh, at the very least a felony because I'm, what is that, guys? Any firemen out here? What happens if I go into a school and pull a fire alarm? Is that a misdemeanor or is that a felony? I'm pretty sure it's a it's felony. A fe I think it's a felony. Yeah, right? I mean, if yeah. you scream fire in a movie theater, that's a felony. And they're, but they're at the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, they're up at the Capitol. So, they, so this is in the middle of something important going on within our Senate. And this guy pulls this thing. It was like the boat, I believe it was. Yes. Um. So they end up going after him for a misdemeanor charge. I'm not happy with that. Yeah, exactly, Matt. Double, double standard. 100%. So why is he not being charged federally for obstructing an official proceeding and thrown into solitary in the J6 gulags awaiting for trial? That is the standard this administration is set for dangerous insurrections. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah, I think it you is. sure are. But once again, double standard. Boy, I mean, these guys get under your skin. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm so thankful for Jesus and God for keeping me calm, man. Cause there's days I tell you, man, I'm just like, okay, rocks rocks in the pocket. They're sharp. Let's go. We're going to have to get, get another ax and let's do some ax throwing out in the back before we come on every day. Maybe we would be a little bit more calmer. Yeah. Nathan, if you're here, man, we need to get out there in the yard and start shooting off some bows and uh, throwing some some axes. You guys are welcome. Free hay fruit. Yeah. We could buy some hay. Oh, hay you, yeah, exactly. There's plenty of hay around here. There's, matter of fact, it's more like alfalfa hay. Yeah, alfalfa, I'll take what hey, I can get. We can do that. But I do at least have a target. So yeah. Um, so the number of legal aliens that are crossing into the United States of America since Biden took office now tops the individual populations of more than 38 states. So more people have crossed our border than exist in 38 of our states. Boy. Wow. That's that's reassuring. Yeah, that is. That's actually pretty scary. Yeah, that's that's really scary. And then you know what the truth is, guys? They don't know how many immigrants have come over here. They lost count. Oh they, yeah. They have no idea. Well, they know, but they're not going to release those numbers, I think, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah, they, they know. Yeah, they probably do know. And they know where they are, and they know that the sleeper cells are just waiting to be activated. And for those of you who don't know what a sleeper cell is, I say it all the time. Um I know you guys are all smart, but sometimes, you know, you just hear words you haven't heard before, sleeper cells. Um, originally it was the Russian sleeper cells that they put back during the red scare that we were going through back in the sixties. And, uh, they bring Russians over here. They pretend to be normal living people. And they're actually just waiting for a call sign so they can come in and create as much destruction as possible. And that is what's crossing our borders right now. Sleeper cells, whole bunch of men, fighting age men sitting back, pretending to be part of our society. Well, they're not doing a really good job of pretending to be part of our society. Matter of fact, they don't even care. No. Um, but they're waiting for their go call. So what is their go call? Um, it could be something as simple as like some words that are put out to the news that everybody goes, okay, that's our go call. It could be something like I said a while back. Um, you guys remember, what was it? Um, Laurel and Hardy, Hardy and like, no, 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 no. It was, there were, there was, there was a, a audio clip that came out a couple of years ago and didn't matter who you were. If you listened to it, you would hear one of two different names and you know, so I would hand it to some people. They would hear one name. I hand it to another. They heard another name. Um, so they could be something as simple as that because that went viral. So everybody was listening to it. And that could have been, you know, a sleeper cell go call. It could be how MK Ultra works as well. You know, like little sound or something mm-hmm. like that. Stirring, stirring the coffee. If you guys remember, um, they're in the Kavanaugh thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it could be any number of things, but nonetheless, there are sleeper cells in this country. These guys aren't coming over here to be your buddy. I can promise you that. So next, uh, this is great. I love this. This is Adam Schiff. This is from Adam Schiff, guys. You ready? You might be Googling who Mike Johnson is this morning. Let me make it simple. Johnson is a hard right, pro-Trump, leading election denier in the House. Sadly, this is what passes for speaker material in the Republican conference. Well, if I wasn't already sold, I'm sold. Thank you, Adam. You made you you made this you made this more tolerable because I wasn't sure. Yeah, Laurel and Amber. You know what I'm talking about, Kitty. Too. You you remember that from from a while back. And there's been a couple of other things like that. It's like when they show you a color and some people see pink and some people see blue. That's the weird one to me. But uh, so I did a little bit of research last night on uh on Johnson because I wanted to know you know who he was. I, I really didn't know yeah. too much about him. I do know he was from Louisiana congressman obviously or he wouldn't be the speaker of the house well i guess he could be he could have been a garbage man and been speaker of the house but congressman out of louisiana and i did a little bit digging on him and i'll be honest with you guys on paper the guy's awesome yes on paper 
But we know how paper is. Paper can be burned. It can be ripped. It can be thrown away and it could all be lies. So we shall see who he truly is. But what I, what did I did, what I read, he's a hardcore Christian. Matter yes. of fact, one of the first things he did when he got that gavel was he prayed in the name of Jesus Christ in the, in the people's Congress. So that's awesome. I love that. He's also pro-gun, anti-abortion. Um, the only thing really that I have a difference um, between me and him is he is anti-marijuana, anti-medical marijuana. And to me, um, an adult can make that choice. But like I said, that's not a big deal. I don't care about that. Those people that need medical marijuana can find it anyways, or they can just grow it in their backyard. Just do it really quiet. Um, so other than that, man, the guy seems really good on paper. So we shall see Curly. Exactly. That was yes. the only red flag mm-hmm. that I had was the whole pro Israel, but mm-hmm. a lot of people just don't know what we know. And, um, yeah. you know, so that was the first thing that he did. Um, the very first thing that he did when he got up there was talk about, Hey, we're going to get a bill going through in support of Israel. So, um, we'll see what happens with that. But there's a couple of things that I want to see from him important. And I know you guys want to see it too by Friday. I'm giving them till Friday. So I'm going to give them what tomorrow's Thursday. So I give them a couple of days. Mm-hmm. A number one, release the January 6th footage, release it now. now. Yes. It needs to come out. Post haste. If you could release it yesterday, release it yesterday. But you need to release that footage. B, we need to start pushing through and taking care of some of the business that we need to. Bring up the Biden corruption. Start pushing this stuff through our house. We need to see this. Start release the January 6th people. Mm -hmm. Go after Hunter Biden. There's a handful of things, and I'll I'll bring some more up to you here in, in a moment. Um, but he needs to at least show us like good faith, guys. We've been we have been lied to. We have been deceived so many times, just like McCarthy. You remember all the stuff McCarthy said he was going to do? You know what? How about we get rid of those eighty seven thousand IRS agents? That's a, that's a pretty Amen. good start. I agree with that. That was another promise that we had. Yes. Yeah. So let's see if he shall keep his promises or if he's just another part of the unit party. Get rid um, of the IRS. You know, like I said, at this point, um, I will give you the benefit of the doubt cautiously but don't think you've got my support and trust until you start putting some of this stuff that we're waiting for through america first first absolutely take it funding ukraine yeah defund the irs let's get rid of the irs dale let's you and me let's get together next week and you and i will defund the irs we will get rid of these guys gone done um yeah there's a lot of things that we need to see done and we need to, you know, talk is cheap. Let's chatter more splatter. Let us get some stuff done and show me good faith. I want to see this stuff. I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of deception. I'm tired of you telling me what you're going to do. Let's see some of this do. Get it done. So I found this little meme today and I kind of loved it. it. Made me laugh. You know, every now and then you just need a little laugh. <laughs> so the only sexual knowledge that a third grade boy needs to know is that all girls have cooties. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> third, There's the, some guys that still think that. <laughs> yeah. In the third in the third grade, as long as you know all girls have cooties. Yeah. Um, the you, world is great if that's the case. You're good to go. Oh, my gosh. That's um, hilarious. Yeah, that should be taught in sex ed. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, for those of you guys that did not listen last night, um, I had Jay Koo, Jay Woo on the show. I love that guy. I know you love him, too. He's yes. such an amazing person. Um you know, make sure we got the stuff up on yes. our Kilted Christians so you can go find their, uh, where the show's going to be. We'll get all that information up once he knows the day and the time. 
as well. Um, if you guys need, because you have to get invited to the actual prayer thing. We don't feel comfortable putting phone numbers up um, live publicly. So if you guys have any, um, if you need a number to get an invite, reach out to us via email and we shall give it to you privately with Jake Poo's permission. Yes, exactly. Um, Just reach out to Kilted Christian and I'll. Well, I'll send that stuff to you. Yeah. I mean, I would love to think that everybody that visited our KC Telegram was just a loving, God-fearing yes. person. But I'm afraid every now and then there are probably some bad people that come in there as well. And I don't Absolutely. want them having your private okay. I keep an eye on that thing pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Gosh, I don't even... Part of me wants to play this. Part of me doesn't. Guys, I'm sorry. I usually... I don't do this, but you just... You got to listen to this for yourself. Oh, you have to listen. I can't... St- who is this? Uh, Jessica Tarlop. Oh, my goodness. That woman gives me the cringies. My God, this is unbelievable. Check this out. Once again, apologies. If you don't want to listen to her... Okay. <laughs> just shut your just shut your audio down for a moment. Yeah. Uh, let me see. How, how, how many moments? Bye. A minute and 35 moments. To spare me the faux outrage and the pearl clutching about this little collection of things that Donald Trump and high-ranking Republicans call liberals on a daily basis, anarchists, anti-American, deranged, communists, corrupt, compromised, groomers and perverts, thugs and traitors. Now, she was explicit that she was talking about a subsection of the Republican Party the same way that Joe Biden is when he talks about this MAGA extremism. But you tell me if the leader of the Democratic Party, so that that would be Joe Biden, was facing four indictments with 91 felony counts. He had been found liable of sexually assaulting a woman and defaming her. That's E. Jean Carroll. Guilty of fraud, sharing the nation's secrets, not only in the Mar-a-Lago indictment, but there was a report yesterday from ABC News that he had shared information about our nuclear submarine capacities Gosh, with an Australian so billionaire who's a member at Mar-a-Lago who had then gone on and shared that with dozens of other people. They ended up making a purchase, I think, of three subs. It included specifics up to how many nuclear warheads they carry and how close they can get to Russian subs without being detected. And then I told you, so all of that is happening and he's shooting up in the polls. And when you see those interviews <laughs> yeah. of Trump supporters outside of the rallies, They're like, none of this is true. It's the big lie. He won the election, et cetera. And you wouldn't say to me, you guys are in a cult. It's actually tame what Hillary Clinton was saying. Oh, gosh. Okay. So I've never thought I'd say this, but I agree with half of what she said there at the beginning. She she did. She missed a couple of things. She missed a bunch of things that we we do say, and and we're right about it. But what she did say, and I'm going to see El Klein's sister. Great to see you. She is blinded. Can you believe that? She goes after, like, and and I know you guys didn't hear the question, but it didn't have to do with Trump. She just went to Trump, just like she always does. And they didn't have the rest of this clip because this came from a liberal. But literally, um, she got roasted. Oh, yeah, my she goodness, she got roasted. roasted. They went after her so hardcore. Um, but, like, notice that. She's like, sexual misconduct and this and that. It's like, oh, you mean everything that Biden has done that you guys are absolutely avoiding talking about publicly in the mainstream media and our Congress? Uh, yeah, this is these people are so disillusioned. They are so brainwashed. And, you know, I don't even know. Like, I ask myself the question every time I see her. Is she brainwashed? Is she disillusioned? Or does she know what she's doing? I'm not sure that 
Oh no, that she's all, delusional. Yeah, I'm not sure they all I'm know sorry. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think I just, some of them just really believe this, and and they're up there doing this. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, man. And yeah. she sounds like she's. If I could talk through my nose right now, that's what she sounds like, <laughs> yeah. man. It's just, it's like ear cringing. So I apologize, but you had to hear that. This is yeah. it's such a great example of all Democrats where they only see what they're told which is mostly untrue, and they don't see any reality. They have no idea who the real enemy is, much less that they're all enemies that we're all dealing with. That's at least conservatives can admit that our party sucks, that yeah. they're a bunch of uniparty crooks as well. At least we can admit that. Um, these guys right here, they oh, think they cover that for each other. Hillary's a goddess or yeah. something, man. And, and oh, man, that is she's, like, she's <laughs> the most cringe woman ever. And she's still out there. Hillary, go away. Go away. Go raise your grandchild. Please go away. Go away. Um, so what uh, next? Uh, this is from Jake Novak, Breaking Now. My sources tell me that several Jewish students um, are currently locked in the high school library at Pro Hamas Rally outside. And I just told you about that a moment ago. Barricaded inside, but there's no anti-Semitism. This is... Uh, this is just life, I suppose. And these poor people were scared for their lives, locked in there, and had to call authorities to come get them out. Um, unbelievable. Like I said, it, it's and, and if you if you really pay close attention and you watch these uh, protests, it's the same exact people that are out there for Antifa, the same people that are out there um, with Black Lives Matter. See, when I go and protest, unless it's like you know, ten degrees outside or below. I'm not wearing a mask and chances are, even if it's 10 degrees outside, I'm not going to be wearing anything over my face. I, I have a, I may have a little, uh, a Skull woolly cap. on my head, yeah. a jacket, you know, um, I wear my thick kilt, you know, uh, <laughs> but, but I don't feel the need to hide myself because no. here's the thing. If I go out and protest something, it's because I'm proudly supporting and standing up for what I am out there protesting. I have no reason to hide. No, zero. None whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? If you want to arrest me, arrest me. I don't care because I'm out there doing what I think is right, what I know is right, and I've got no reason to hide my identity. Zero. So these guys are all out there hiding their identity. Why? Because they are paid propagandists, um, and they're out there just creating all the havoc that they want to do, and they're paid to do so. Um, the rest of them are just stupid college kids that have been completely uh, – they're just completely brainwashed, and we're seeing more and more of that because the majority of these kids are all young, Gen Z, and it's not all that. There's some great Gen Zers out there, and for those of you Gen Zers that are that ever listen to this show, either live or afterwards, that are out there on the right side, seeing the truth, exposing it, God bless you because you're very much outnumbered, and it takes a lot of bravery to stand up and say and stand by what you stand by publicly because you are outnumbered. So keep it up, guys. And if you ever need protection, there's plenty of us out there that'll happily come and watch your six. We got your back. Keep on doing it. You guys are the next generation. You are the ones that are going to be carrying on this circus that we're dealing with right now. So God bless you. We love you. Keep it up. Um, and if you need morale and support, reach out, man. We, I'll be your <laughs> cheerleader. I will stand on the side, waving my pom-pom going, go, go, go. Um, so, Answer me this, guys. This makes zero sense. I do not understand it. Okay, first off, I don't understand why our senators and our congressmen go overseas. They shouldn't. I, they represent their states. Yes, they represent country. our country. 
I don't understand why they go overseas for any reason whatsoever. You know, they're all going over to Ukraine, to Israel and whatnot. Well, we know the real reason, but there's no legitimate reason. So here's the big question. Saying that, why does a governor of a state need to go overseas? Mm, Yeah. We know. So Arkansas just kicked the Chinese state-owned company off their farmland. Yet California sends Gavin Newsom to meet with Xi, Xi Jinping today. Mm-hmm. Today, Republican governors must um, do what Democrats won't stand up to China. So what is the point of this? It, to me, you know, you guys have known my, my feeling that um, they're going to end up putting him in the presidential race. Well, this is a presidential move. There's zero reason that a governor of a state should be flying over to China and meeting with a leader of a country. Absolutely no there's, reason there's just at all. Zero reason for mm-hmm. this. And it should be Suski. How is that even it, okay? Yeah, it's good not good question. Good question. And that's what we're gonna do exactly, Matt and Head. They're gonna change batter at some point. Mm-hmm. And I figured it was either gonna be Newsom or Big Mike. But um I can't stand that guy. Oof. And you know that he didn't go over there to put America first. I can guarantee you that. And then some people are like the Democrats are like, he's going over to talk about Climate change. Climate change. Let sure. me tell you something. Xi Jinping does not, not care, care. <laughs> about climate change. No, he doesn't. Doesn't care. So um, no. we know that you're over there for some of the fire. He's probably getting his little paycheck. Yeah. Um, probably is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Every day. Big something. Mike is in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got some explaining to do. <laughs> yeah, he does have some explaining to do. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, it's one of those those broken ceilings that no one ever talks about. Having our very first first lady that stand up to pee while she was in the White House. Yeah, yeah. You don't talk about that ceiling being broken, do they? No. Um. So I love this. So today, um, Representative Mike Johnson, which we discussed a little bit about earlier, became our brand new Speaker of the House. And we shall see how he does. But I do love some of the things that he said because he was the one that called for Pelosi's arrest when she ripped up the State of the Union papers. Oh, yeah. Pretty awesome. He's also, um, he supported the first bit of money that went over to Ukraine, but a lot of people fell for that. And then after that, he stood against it. Um, you know, so that's a kind of another bonus as well, is that, you know, he, he has no intention of sending any money over to Ukraine. But I love this interaction right here. So Representative Eric Swalwell, you remember farts a lot? Yeah, Eric Swalwell. <laughs> um, he's, he puts this thing in there on the 20, this is like the 2021 he said, is there an English translation for the GOP leader McCarthy floor speech? And uh, Representative Mike Johnson's response to him was, would you prefer it whispered to you in Chinese? <laughs> I mean, that is a perfect yeah. reply. If I didn't know anything about Representative Mike Johnson, <laughs> I would have been like, okay, dude, you got my support just for that comment. That's a, that's a good comeback. Yeah, that, that's, that's that really is good. phenomenal. Um, so... Let's start winning. Representative Mike Johnson, this person points it out perfectly. First thing you need to do, release the January 6th tapes. Second, to fund the 87,000 IRS agents, zero funding to Ukraine. That's a simple list. Get it done. No more days off. Matter of fact, I want to see you working tomorrow. Don't hold off until next Monday so you can get comfortable in your office. You've got aides to get your office looking nice. Matter of fact, funny thing is, is he has literally a basement office right now <laughs> and he's moving to the second floor probably to the the biggest thank you curly q that was the next one close the border right, immediately post haste 
Close the border. (laughs) Do something about it. Not only close that border, but step up and start doing some law, making some laws. Let's get rid of these idiots that are in our country illegally. Start arresting the people that have been um, that came over here illegally and put these people in prison for a long time. The ones who have already broken that that border multiple times. Any criminals that come over, they need to get um, any uh People on the terrorist watch list, not Ouch. not MAGA, not MAGA people. No. I know that they're on that list too. But the people that are actually terrorists, um, put them in prison. Don't don't just send them back over there. Oh yeah, in prison. Oh. Send them over to Guantanamo. They'll find something to do. <laughs> yeah, abolish the CIA. Wade Remington. Amen. FBI. Go after the FBI. Defund the FBI. Defund, Defund all of these guys. All. Get rid of the money. Like I said, yeah. you know, they they have no more motivation to do anything if you take their money away. Yeah, I hope he does. I hope he goes in there on like on fire. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, so next we got uh Benny Johnson, this is on X, says uh FBI received criminal information from the forty confidential sources on Joe Biden. That was what I was saying earlier. I talk about Hunter and James, and this came from Grassley. Um, I still don't know if I can trust Grassley. I go back and forth on him. Who knows? Um then we got uh Fake news leftist rags are having an absolute meltdown over our election denier, Mike Johnson. Oh, yeah, it was another thing. Mike Johnson was one that stood behind Trump um, saying that the uh, 2020 election was a fraud. So I got to give that to him as well. So, hey, you got the gavel now, brother. Let's step up. You know, um, they went after they're going after Trump for all this. Matter of fact, Colorado uh, judge has allowed a lawsuit to go through in order to remove Trump from the presidential ballot. So here is how we fix this. Johnson, get in there, do your job, release the January 6th footage, prove that the January 6th footage was not only not an insurrection, but also show who is behind it. Because if we can prove that not only it wasn't an insurrection, but this was actually something that was set up in order to make us look bad and to create the chaos and the havoc that they've created in this country, then they, that lawsuit is, is bogus. There's nothing they can do about it because they're literally using the Trump was the one that created this insurrection as the reason to remove him from the ballot. So get that information out, release a January 6th footage, release a January 6th prisoners, um, set Trump free. Yeah. Those prisoners, especially, and then go after, do what we should have done what seems like eight years Years ago ago. but it was only three years ago and show the election fraud do an investigation a a legit investigation but you have the gavel do something do something maybe Um, we should all write a letter yeah exactly call him yeah exactly i think we we should um and for those of you you know i i I made a mistake the other day so nathan moonwolf reached out to me and was like listen um we need to get a list of all the people that voted against Jordan or are voting against Johnson, get it up onto um, the new page that John set up so we can start making these calls and doing something. And my reply to him was these evil people know exactly what they're doing. The calls really matter. Okay. I'm saying I would still take the time to make the call, but my question was, does it really matter? I was wrong because apparently matter. these calls made a huge difference, uh-huh. which is why we had a unanimous vote today to get Johnson in there as far as the Republicans go which was kind of one of my red flags too. Like, eh, they got them all on board. Okay, what is this guy really about? 
nonetheless, we'll give him the chance. I will give the guy the chance. He's a Christian, and he said the word Jesus multiple times today in the Congress, and I'm totally okay with that. Yes. He didn't just say in the name of God. He said in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, so these are some of the headlines that came out today. New York Times, Johnson played leading role in effort to overturn the 2020 election. Guess what? Johnson, you got the gavel. Let's get on this. Yes. Um, CNN politics, new speaker of the house, Mike Johnson once wrote in support of the criminalization of gay sex. Um, <laughs> Johnson, you guys are giving me more reason to support this guy. Um, Rolling Stone, the new house speaker is a far right extremist who helped plot 2020 coup. <laughs> the new Republic. Well, we have a speaker. He's an election denier and extreme Christian fundamentalist. Man, these guys are selling him so good. Right. Oh, man. Now, all the people that I just don't like reading and I don't trust, man, <laughs> J.Koo is now J.Poo. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that, um, too. Uh, Republicans. Uh, Mike Johnson helped engineer Trump's coup. Then Democrats helped make him speaker. Well, they really they actually they kind of did because they helped uh, get rid of McCarthy. But, you know, um, Vanity Fair. Mike Johnson tried to help Donald Trump steal an election. He's now Speaker of the House. Daily Beast. Mike Johnson may win the Speaker through exhaustion and delusion. Desperate, this is MSNBC, desperate GOP turns to election denier and race for House Speaker. And finally, the Intelligencer. New Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson was the mastermind of the January 6th plot. Jeez. Man, I, like I said, I mean, you, yeah, you guys. That's all in a day. Yeah, I mean. You, you think you're uh, you think you're doing something this deterring me. I mean, oh, I don't know about this guy, but he actually yeah. made me like him more. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna give this. I'm really gonna give this guy a chance, man. It's awesome. Yeah, the more they go after someone, the more you can pay attention. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And then Gavin Newsom, he's Jean Jinping. Um, that was gut filled, man. I, I'd play that clip, but every time I seem to play a clip, audio clip that comes off of Telegram, it ends up shutting my show down. I don't know, kind of weird. Um. Mm -hmm, that is weird. There's a lot of stuff, man. This is crazy. There's a lot of um, people that are coming out right now, and they're pushing. They're they're doing basic what they do to Republican politics and trying to get people to turn against it by putting out propaganda. And I'm seeing a lot of people do that about um, the Bible and <clears throat> the Living Word's real. We know that. Um, I'm not saying personally. I will never say that. The Bible hasn't ever been touched. Things haven't been removed or placed. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, I don't trust man, but I do trust our Heavenly Father. And I trust that that living word will always be there. And everything is in the book that we need to know, including the gospel, the original laws of God, and so forth. So whether things have been tampered in Scripture or not, the stuff that we need to know is all still in there. Um, but this is some of the things that we're seeing right now. Okay, this is this is called the top 18 King James Bible um, doctrinal errors, okay? So this is just some of them. Um, King James Bible makes God the creator of evil, according to Isaiah 45, 7. <laughs> um, transforms Satan into an angel of light, according to um, 2 Corinthians. Um, deceives its readers to worship many gods by translating God into gods, plural. Um, makes God the Templar, which is Satan, or the tempter, which is Satan, uh, makes the Holy Spirit a ghost, um, an apparition of a dead person, makes Simon the Zealot a Canaanite whose people are banned from the house of God, 
uh, God repented of his evil. I don't think God had to repent of anything. Um, replaces God with wisdom and knowledge. Um, a, a Gnostic uh, rescuation and the Masonic teachings. Translates grain into corn to make the Masonic uh, the Masonic corn wine and oil ceremony look biblical. Changing Saturdays to Sunday. There, literally, goes on and on. it goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> And guys, we're going to see this. Think about the spiritual attacks that are taking place into your own life, okay? They're taking time to go after you um, as an individual, as a lover of God, as a, a child of God, and as someone who talks about God freely. If you didn't, you wouldn't be at a show called Kilted Christian right now, I would imagine. And if those of you that are new that just don't know Christ or don't know God. Guys, we are non-judgmental. We are very loving. We are very gentle. We just love to talk about it. So I hope that you hang around. Um, but like I said, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. You're going to have more and more people that are pushing this, um, this anti-Christian propaganda. And, you know, like I said, guys, there's a couple things that are important you need to know. The importance of repenting for your sins. The fact that Jesus Christ got put down here, right here on this earth, living embodiment of God, so that we had a chance to get into heaven, recognizing that we are all sinners and we are being deceived from every angle of our lives. Um, the importance of the original laws, the sins, the ones that we try to be, become better people. But once again, Jesus came on this cross. doesn't mean, hey, go out and sin. I came here to die for you. It means that I came here to recognize that you guys are all sinners and I'm giving you a chance to repent for those sins. Those are the important things. Spread the gospel. Understand the, the laws, the covenants that you've made with God. Um, you're good to go. And then, like I said, keep on reading scripture. Um, whether there's things that have been added, removed, I don't I don't think anything's been added, but I, I wonder sometimes if things have been removed. But nonetheless, we know the important stuff. Um, Christ is our Savior, and they're going to keep pushing out more and more of this propaganda and stuff like that in order to detour some Christians. And I always wondered that, you know, where it said, you know, in the end times that some Christians, the lukewarms, would turn their backs on God. I'm like, why would that happen? If, if you, especially when you see the things unfolding, I understand how deceptive the deception is. I understand how good the devil is at his job. And I understand why some of the weaker people in their faith may walk away or turn. You know what I'm saying? Like, it will never be me. Um, I think somebody said it a long time ago, and it's kind of a weird saying, but it makes a lot of sense. It's like, if I'm wrong, no foul, no harm. If you're wrong, you're going to be spending the eternity in a very hot and, and perspiry place that you're not going to want to be because you can't really, you know, there's nothing to enjoy about it. You know, and I know that, I know that our Father in Christ is the answer. I know that God is very real. I know that we are the children of God. I know that he loves us very, very much, and he has missions for us. We all know that. Um, but it's a good point. If I'm wrong, where do I go? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. You know, if I'm wrong, then there's no heaven, there's no hell. Um, if I'm right, then we're going to end up exactly where we hope to end up, and that would be back home with our Heavenly Father, in the kingdom and there's gonna be a lot of people a lot of people that are gonna be yeah exactly deodorant. <laughs> i'm gonna pray a lot harder <laughs> <laughs> exactly they, they won't allow deodorant down there that's part of the that's, that's part of, that's part of the horrors of hell i'd imagine yes. it's just i i, I don't Steam. imagine it smells like a, a perfume shop <laughs> no way but it does not 
It's good to see you, Steve. I love your jokes. Oh, yeah, exactly. It was great to get to meet him, too. Oh, I wish they God, had gotten yes. to stay longer. But, yes. you know, uh, it's one thing I do love and respect. Um, mm-hmm. I've always loved and respect Steve Cusick. Man, who doesn't yes. love Steve Cusick? Um, but he also is a family guy. Very much his so. His sister wasn't feeling well, mm-hmm. so they ended up going back home. Early, um, yeah. You know, like I said, I, it just makes me love and respect you even more because you do the right thing, you know? It'd be like uh, taking your kid to Disney World mm-hmm. and then having to bring everyone else home because your kid's not feeling good, yeah, you know, except absolutely. except better than Disney World. It was a revival. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so God bless you, Steve. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful that we got to hug and meet briefly. And I wish we had gotten a chance to talk longer. But, hey, we got we got ways to go in our lives. We will cross each other's paths again. And if you come over this way again, man, we'll just have to make you a super espresso. Oh my gosh, yes. Steve, you have saved us with that espresso machine. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I know. We we use and it any, we use it at least twice a day. Uh, oh no, no, no. I'm on four times a day now. I do about eight shots a day now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> anyway. Oh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, New, New York Supreme Court reinstates all employers that were fired for being unvaccinated and orders back pay. Boom. Oh, that's awesome, man. You imagine that you're like, you're all bummed out. If you've gotten this far, then you've managed to at least make it. And now you're going to be like, Ooh, back pay, man. That's like a year, two yes. years of back pay. I'll take it. I know to all those people that lost their jobs are finally going to see something. I, I hope know every single person that did will receive money from that. Oh yeah. They and if that had happened to me and I got like this, like this like year or two worth of back pay. Oh, you better believe I'd be doing some awesome. You know, the first thing I would do guys I would go out and I would make sure that every family that couldn't afford um, a Christmas with their family had basically, I'm going to Douglas these people. I'm going to Douglas these people just like Douglas did to me last year. I'm going to get them some awesome meat to cook them in the oven on the grill. Um, Well, like I said, man, hook these people up. Matter of fact, uh, Matt and Heaven, I'm sure you guys know they're doing a little uh, thing around here in our community where the people that can't afford, um, you know, gifts for their kids um, local community people that can't afford it can actually donate and help these kids have a great Christmas. So mm-hmm. we are going to be part of that yes. um, as well. And we're going to try to help out as many families around here as we possibly can. And if that happens, we get to give them gifts. Oh, you better my believe gosh. there's going to be a Bible and yes. that wrapped up for them, at least a Bible. We'll get some Bibles. Well, get some stuff that the kids will enjoy, but you know, Bible, most important thing. They'll realize how much, how, how that's the most valuable gift they'll ever get. Mm-hmm. So he says, Matt and Head says, I choose an orphan kid to buy them presents. Well, that's awesome. We can find little orphan kids around here. I'll help them out. I'm awesome. Yeah. If you yeah, um, get, get with us get about with that, us Matt and Head. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we got to get together for dinner or something. Yeah, we definitely do. Get get the no. fire. Matter of fact, next week's going to be cold to be perfect. Yes. Do some barbecuing. Exactly. Maybe uh, do um get on the uh, vineyard and, and do a little prayer session um by the fire oh, yeah. while, while we're live doing so. So that'd be awesome. That'd be great. But yeah, let me know when you get a chance because that is awesome. Like I said, we are here to help one another. Um, we all know the the reason for the holiday would be the birth of our Savior. But nonetheless, um, you know, it, it is nothing. It's horrible as a child when you're seeing all the kids come back to school going, oh, I got this and I got that and I got this and I got that. And they got nothing, you know, yeah. so. This, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, like I said, I mean, regardless, uh, I know there's a lot of pagan aspects to Christmas, um, but I mean, there's nothing like getting with family. 
Yes. Nothing like getting I with know. family, you know, just like my dad. He used to read me the night before Christmas, but before that, he would always read me the birth of Christ, you know, so. You, know, you can read it to spirit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Our little you know, puppy. Don't, don't worship Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what was this one right here? Uh, let me open that up a little bit. So these 17 cities or where the UN-sponsored illegal immigrants are being taken. We have many videos of these immigrants stating um, the UN paid for their transportation to America. Man, that is... Isn't that nice? I'm not a surprise at all. Exactly. They get and hotels. And then $1,500 a, a I, month. Yeah, um, $1,400, They get housed at a, a nicer hotel than I've ever been in. Yep. Um, Can you imagine that? Let's just jump over the border. Yeah, exactly. Come back in. So I'll read you some of these. Um, upon arrival, they are given phones to be contacted. Um, you know, be ready, patriots. Just be on arms. Like I said, at this point, you don't want to go anywhere without something to protect yourself. Um, I prefer the uh, 1911. Yes, we're, yes, we're paying for it, Steve. Yeah, I prefer the 1911. Oh, I like 1911. Um, that was a good year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But these are some of the cities right now that you need to be careful and watch out. Um, Atlanta, Boston, Chicago, Detroit. Houston, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Miami, Nashville, New Orleans, New York City, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Seattle, and Washington. And I'm sure there's more more um, cities and states than just the ones that I have brought up here. Um, apparently not Kentucky. I love that. You ever notice that yeah. Kentucky's never like in the news about anything hardly at all? Nope. You know, we were discussing earlier. Right. It's like they, they, they stay away from everything, but then you've got this is the state that houses the Federal Reserve, you know, so there is one bad thing about that in the Federal Reserve, but we're going to get rid of that. It's gone. Right along with the IRS that Dale and I are going to work on next week. Um, so once again, uh, 22 deaths. I'm seeing still 60 um, injuries at least. Uh, pray for these people moving forward. Um, so let me go to. Jeff's Brothers in a Bible. For those of you who don't know, the Brothers in a Bible, um, tell me when you see it. Okay. Um, for those of you, here it is. Um, Brothers in a Bible uh, on Telegram is actually run by Jeff. So any of yes. the uh, things that you see um, on Brothers in a Bible um, is straight from Jeff. He wants to be part of it, so he is. So he at least puts this stuff up every single day. Um, at least, you know, what God's telling him um, to put up and you know, so I, I, that's why I've named this show Jeff's Words from God. You can also reach out to him there, too. Yeah, you're you welcome like to, to reach out message, to him. Just go yeah. ahead and, and if you've got his number, you know, just reach out. Tell him you love him. You know, yeah. do so. And in, in, in the Brothers in the Bible, I know he would love to hear from you guys. He misses you terribly. Um, we, we chat, um, text every day. We, we talk every couple of days we can. Um, Jeff loves you a lot. He misses you. Uh, and, and like I said... Um, his absence isn't a breakup or a departure. He's just trying to get better, and he will be back here, right here on mm -hmm. Kilted Christian Saturday and Sunday, at the very least, doing Brothers in a Bible, and then um, as well doing uh, some of the other shows during the week, and then we will be starting our own show, which will actually be Jeff's show, and I will just be his co-host. So um, it'll be pretty Jeff awesome. Too. Exactly. We miss Jeff. But I make sure to tell him daily how much you guys love him, and I— Try to pass on as much as I can. So, Jeff, I know you're going to be listening to this tomorrow. We love you. Um, yes. So let me go to a couple of things here. So some of the stuff that he puts up is about um, anything that he puts up is dealing scripturally somehow. Um, if he does go with politics, 
it's things that are biblical prophecies and stuff like that are unfolding. And we have conversations about this all the time. And one thing that he really stresses a lot is um, we don't know the time. Remember, Christ is going to come back like a thief in the night. Nobody knows. Matter of fact, Christ is sitting on a cloud somewhere not knowing when his time to come back is. Um, so we definitely don't know. If Christ doesn't know, the angels don't know, we certainly don't know. So definitely pay attention to what's happening in the world, but don't get caught up. Don't get caught up in um, in the wins and the wares. Like I said, you know, right now it's focusing on your salvation, repenting, your relationship with God, helping others find that, and then we'll be ready when God comes back. So he put this one up. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And that is the truth. You know, there's one person, I don't want to say person, but one creator, anything in this world that's got your back, that, that fulfills all their promises, it's God. So there is no reason to worry. There is no reason to fear. If you're standing in the middle of a battleground with bullets flying past your head, Fear not, God's got your back. And if if you do end up leaving this earth, that means your mission's complete and you're going to go home. Or you're going to end up being a martyr of some kind and you're going to have an impact and an influence on those of us who are still here on this earth doing our mission, which is also pretty awesome too, doing God's work. I would rather, I can't think of a better way to leave this earth than, than immediately working for God. Um, it's one thing that I used to say, one of my old sayings that I've had pretty much my whole life is I want to die doing something noble. And the only way that you can ensure that is to constantly live in nobility and do noble things, especially in the name of God. So if you're in the project and you're in the mission and you're fulfilling God's task that he's handed you when you leave this earth, I think you're going to be all right. Like I said, because you're focusing on the right things. God's got your back. Um, what was that? Can we pray for Biden? Psalm 1098. Can you pull that one up? I think that was the one that says they that the the um the elector will be replaced with someone godly or something like that. Uh, what was that? Where is that at? Uh it's a uh, Psalm 1098. Okay. And we'll get that one directly so we can read it too. But I do believe that's the one about getting rid or being replacing electors with people that are worthy, okay. if I'm not mistaken. And Jeff's been making that prayer. Um, and then we had a guy that got in the Speaker of the House today that, guess what, is a godly man and literally prayed on the floor of the Congress today in the People's Congress. And and I love it when I hear the name Jesus Christ in our government because you don't hear it. They, they're really sly. They're like, and I and I pray to God, but, you know, God's such a generic term and God, any God can be either a devil. Yeah, the devil's their God. What's that? This is it right here. Yeah. And there's the eight down there. Yeah, it says, uh, may his days be few. May another take his place of leadership. That's what I was, I was on the right track. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was on the right track. Exactly. The God of Abram or Abraham. Um, so uh, prayers for Insidious. He asked about this a while back. And you know, we, we pray for them on occasion. I pray for him every day. Prayers for Insidious that she is in the hospital. They are running a test. So you know, she's doing okay from that. But right now we need to keep praying that she finds a job that is from home so she can get back in to focus on, on our Heavenly Father. Um, and then, you know, getting a job for home where she can spend time with Jeff and help him heal because she's a nurse. She knows what she's doing. Um, so just keep them, keep her, keep him in your prayers. 
and just let that call be answered because she is at a job that she doesn't like. It's very uncertain. And if they go on lockdowns, if they start pushing vaccinations again, she'll be the first that's let go and then she will be out of job. So, um, so uh, let me get back into. So he puts up the WEF calls for AI to rewrite Bible, create religions that are um, actually correct is what they're what they're saying. This is Harari and, and Schwab and their little things. So the WEF calls for AI to rewrite the Bible. Um, go figure. No, Jeff's not a veteran. He is not a veteran. He supports the veterans. Um but he is not a veteran. He, I don't. I think back in his early days, he was a little bit of a ruffian until he found God, and then he straightened his life out. But I'm certain that he would have definitely have been one that would have joined the military at some point if he was at that point when he was ready. But he ended up joining the greatest army of all time, God's army. Um, next, uh, let's go down a little bit further. Do, 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 do. He put Trump's faith advisor. Christians must learn from Jews, not convert them. Um, <laughs> doesn't sound like a very good advisor to me. And Trump, I, I would recommend finding somebody new because at the very least we can learn from one another. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about Christ, try to convert them. Man, are you kidding me? Unbelievable. Because, yes. I mean, there are a lot of Jewish people out there that do believe that Christ is the Messiah, but there's also a lot of them that don't. I think that would be one big difference between um, the what we would say the, the Khazarians and, and the actual God's chosen people people. Um, hey, look at that. An update on Duncan. wonder what he's up to. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So here we go. Brothers in a Bible. Next mean quote. Um, the Lord God is with you, the mighty warrior who says that he will take great delight in you, um, his love, and he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. And like I said, we need to sing those praise. And, you know, and I never understood what singing the praise means, but I'm starting to now because, you know, you understand how frequency works. You understand um, how that stuff kind of coincides with scripture, singing the praise. I'll tell you, man, if I ever face a demon face to face or come in contact with the devil, I'm going to be singing his name, not just saying it, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm going to be singing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully God can forgive me for my terrible voice, but I think he'll just be happy that we're singing praise. Yes. Um, so no need to fight, just take your position, stand still and watch God. God, um, always, always has our back. God will always watch after us. So there may come a time to flip those tables, but right now, just take your position, stand still and watch God. And God will lead you right to what you're supposed to be doing. And he will remind you of your mission Never be afraid to talk. Never be afraid to ask God questions. Um, if God is ready to answer, if it's time to answer that question, that answer, that, that question, that prayer will be answered by God every single time. If it's not answered, it's not your time to learn yet. And sometimes uh, we have to learn patience. Uh, Tommy says they haven't caught the shooter. They have not? Have They have not or they have. I don't yeah, know. I think I, I heard um I heard earlier that they had someone in custody, but I don't know if it was the... Something card, Robert Card or something like that was the guy that they were focusing on. Um, you know, so like I said, keep in prayer that they catch this guy and more so that they don't try to spin this and, and blame this guy as to being a right wing extremist or something like that. Because it's coming. You know, they are. So uh, Kevin just sent me. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I love this one right here. So if you guys are keeping uh, a, an eye on the USDebtClock.org. Um, 
they are keeping tracks on where the money is, gold and so forth like that. And then they put up a little meme or something every day. And a lot of it is scriptural. This one right here is the Tin Man. It says money creation is a scam only a wizard could love. So they've been putting these things up for a while. So I keep an eye on that um, every so many days just to kind of keep an eye on where this is going. And I'll tell you, our debt hasn't started going backwards yet. No, it hasn't, which is awesome. No, it's not awesome. It needs I mean, to go the other awesome. way. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I want, was I want less debt. <laughs> no, sorry, less debt. My bad. That's what I get for typing and talking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't drink and drive. No. Guys. Just don't drink <laughs> no, and drive. Don't text no. and drive. I don't drink. Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the next one from Brothers in a Bible, Jeff. When we set the Lord before us, he is always in focus. The path of righteousness is narrow, and the temptations of this world cause us to wonder. We will maintain our focus by studying scripture and spending quiet time with our Lord in prayer. Our studies keep us well-versed in truth, and our ongoing prayer, life restores our faith. Amen. You know, Amen. and that's one thing too, is that I, I used to be real careful. I'm like, well, I can't pray here. I'm like, I'm going to the restroom or I'm driving my car or I'm taking a shower. And then one day I thought about it. I'm like, well, if my singing sounds better in my shower, I imagine my prayer probably sounds better in the shower too. Basically, there is no wrong place to pray. God doesn't care where you're praying, how you're praying, or anything. He just wants to hear you talking to him. He wants to hear from you. He wants to have that conversation. He wants to answer your questions and he wants to speak. So pray, have no problem praying anywhere you go. If you're standing in a line in a grocery store, pray. Maybe somebody will start praying with you. You can pray anywhere at any time. Exactly. Steve, there is no wrong place to do it. And that was one of the things that I had to get over. Cause I always think man, if everything has to be ceremonial, it has to be done in the right way. But I also read something today is that God doesn't seek Man, God doesn't seek you within a temple that is built by man. No, God seeks the temple that he built. And that would be your body. That would be the, the, the sheath of the housing for your soul. That is the true temple. And uh, we can pray anywhere. Anytime two or more people come together, you got a church. Doesn't matter if you're standing outside. Doesn't matter if you're slinging garbage at work. It doesn't matter where you are. If you start talking about God, having a conversation about him, you're having church. And mm -hmm. like I said, is it's amazing to me. And I kind of love it is when you're out and about, you're at a store or something like that. Um, and I love it too. You wear, you wear a shirt, kind of like a walking billboard of scripture. Um, and it, it, many times it'll begin a conversation. Sometimes you just begin the conversation. Um, but I've seen it to where even I'll have a conversation. I'll get into a deep, you know, biblical or scriptural conversation with somebody. It's just a fun little conversation. And then I'll have people that'll join. Oftentimes they're not Christians, but if you talk about things in the right way, um, you'll gain interest in people. And this is how it all starts, guys. You got to remember, um, we were all born the children of God, but we weren't born knowing, you know, or we weren't born Christians necessarily or with a Bible in our hands, you know. Hopefully you were lucky enough to have a family that were Christians that could teach you about the Lord and God. Some of us didn't have that luxury. Um, I kind of did. I, I think my, my mother was more devoted to Christ um, than my father. My father, I felt, brought us to church more as an obligation, you know, the, the weekend warrior, the Sunday thing. Um, but he himself is coming around to, to Christ and God again as well, and they're going to church full time. Um, and multiple times, you know, recently we've had conversations, we've talked about God. And these aren't conversations that I had with my father growing up. So like I said, we, there, there is no wrong time to find Christ. There is no wrong time to repent. 
Um, the best time though is right now or yesterday. Yesterday. Because we weren't promised tomorrow. Don't forget that. And with the way things are going. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We I just, might be gone about 10 minutes. <laughs> I know, man. I, I'm like, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I'm live with you guys. Yeah. Kilted Christian, episode and 472. We're heading to heaven. <laughs> and we hear trumpets playing in the background. <laughs> right. We hope we're alive then. I'm going to be like, guys, do you hear trumpets? And <laughs> flight we're do. married to be like, I can hear it too. I and I'm all the way it. in Minnesota. <laughs> Steve can hear it. <laughs> Steve can hear it from Florida. Exactly. Everybody. So, hey. Get ready. Exactly. <laughs> um, so next one, surrendering our fear to the Lord is easier than done. Um, we often feel as though we are strong enough to overcome this emotion on our own, leading us to a feeling overwhelmed and defeated. David prays for protection for, or from his enemies, and he surrenders his fear by placing his faith in God. We too can surrender our fears by admitting that we cannot conquer them alone. We have faith that God will help us defeat any fear we have in our hearts. And, and I love that too. That came from Jeff's heart as well. And, he, and he's so right. You know, I saw what was a shirt that I saw earlier that said, I can't, but I know a guy that can. can and it had a I picture of the that. cross. Like, I really love that shirt. Mm -hmm. um, we should make some. Yeah, we, we need to yeah. do that. I, I can't do some. a KC because someone else created it. Yeah. We can make those shirts. I don't feel bad about that. I just won't put Casey brand on it because, yeah. you know, I didn't create that. But I absolutely love that one right there. I can't, but I know a guy who can. I like that. And that's the thing is that, you know, we can't do anything on our own. We, we rely on God. We need God. God gave us life. God will get us through this. He'll, he'll, he has a mission for us. He's not going to just be like, all right, guys, here's your mission. See you later. Good luck. Pat you on the butt like a football player. It doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. When God puts you on a mission, I can promise you he's right there with you when he hands it to you. He's not calling you on the phone going, all right, Duncan, here's your mission. Yeah. He's standing right in front of me, and he's walking me through it, and he's right there when I end up at the finish line. Absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. he's with us. Like I said, guys, put all your faith in God. If you ever have a problem with anything like that, fear, anxiety, stress, anything like that, God's got your to back. Go. Um, and, you know, Jay Wu will be able to confirm this if Jay Wu is still in here with us. Um, or Jay Poo. I think he's Jay Poo at the moment. Um, he got a little uh, thing going in. I believe Mary, I, I think it was uh, Mary Allen, if I'm not mistaken, but her daughter was having some problems and uh, her daughter's been healed. Um, oh. and, and you want to, yeah. So I, I did I get that right, Jay Poo? That uh, she was having some kind of uh, health issues and she's doing better. So nonetheless, praise God because God, you know, like I yes. said, prayers answered. Um, and, and I love that. You know, there's so many instances of people that are going through some pretty hard times, some mm -hmm. health issues and so forth. But God's always there, there. always there. Seek him. Um, once again, guys, uh, you know, J.C. Bird, keep your keep him in your hearts and your prayers too. Yes. he lost his mom. Yes. So just pray for his family, pray for him that he gets to these times and just rejoices in the life that his mother had right here, carry forward the influence that she gave him in his lifetime, and then be influenced by J.C. Bird and his influence, which ultimately came from his mother at one time. I love it. Yes. It's, it's mm -hmm. like the story that Jeff said, you know, where he was talking about his uh, um his wife's mother, I believe yeah. it was, or something that passed away, or grandmother that the passed away, and he didn't know her all that well. But the stories that were passed on through the family. Um, he knew her well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Knew him well. And exactly. And as always, you know, pray for Conley as well, because Conley's son passed away um, 
last couple of days of the Bards Fest. Yes. And it's an ongoing thing. I know Conley's heart is yes. starting keep, to keep heal. Conley in your but but keep Conley prayers. in your heart. Keep Conley in your prayers yes. and Amen. pray that that the investigation and I'm not gonna get into this too much, but there's okay. a solution to one investigation. Yeah. Let's just leave it at Let's that. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Um next hardships come to us in many forms throughout our lives. We experience financial woes, depth of our loved ones, health concerns. We often become weighed down by fear, anger, depression, or sadness. God is and always will be our refuge in times of trouble. He carries our burden with us, and he builds us up so that we are not shaken by our misfortunes. God is loyal, and he loves us unconditionally. And that, that is, is, is so true. And, you know, I, I've always looked at it this way. You know me, guys. I'm, a, I'm an analogy person. I like to, like, break things down into a, an analogy. God, okay, what we look at as a burden to us because we're, like, puny little humans. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, we Things weigh themselves down on us a little bit more. We're emotional. We're led by emotion, you know. So what we would call a burden sometimes ceases as worthless, you know, gets into our lives to where it's it's difficult sometimes to even want to get out of the bed, you know, depression and so forth. But a burden to us is not a burden to God. You hand things over to God and God's like, gone, done. And I always describe this, this is the analogy I use. It's, it's like taking a gallon of water and putting it on top of the stove and boiling it, all right? Mm -hmm. And then you take a spoonful of sugar and you dump it into that water. What happens? The sugar dissipates. And it becomes part of the greater, um, the greater substance, which would be the water. Okay, the, the sugar goes, the water stays. It just becomes part of the greater mass. Well, God is the great mass. He's the greatest thing ever. So anything that you hand Him, whether it be disease, whether it be um, getting rid of problems in your lives, anxiety, whether it be the burdens that we have right here, that's nothing to God. God take it and be like, gone, done, doesn't exist anymore. So never be afraid to hand over your burdens to God. God wants you to. He wants us to, to rely on him. He wants us to need him. He wants us to utilize him. So never be afraid to pray. Never be afraid to hand over any turmoil, tribulations, or anything that you're going through in your life. God is happy to take care of that and pull it from you. Um, you know, it may take a couple of days because lessons to be learned. God doesn't put anything to our lives. Um, that, that isn't a lesson of some sort, but nonetheless, is he will take away the pain always. Um, next one, let me see what, what are we looking at on time? Okay. Got 15 minutes left. So, um, Lord, I thank you for your mighty power. I thank you because your power is unlimited and there is nothing impossible for you to do. It is by your power that I am alive today. I rest on this power today. Please let your power provide solutions to all of my difficulties. Everything that I have been finding impossible to accomplish by your power that knows no impossibility. Help me to accomplish them. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, nothing that you've done in your life. Like I said, God doesn't put anything into your life that goes on deaf ears that becomes void that isn't useful in some way. Um, some things may be like, why would God put that into my life? Because it's a lesson learned things that you can teach other people. Um, I talked about a show that, uh, my brother, um, Steve and I are going to be doing Patriot transition voice here in, in the chat. And we were both addicts 
And, you know, there was a time where, you know, maybe both of us didn't want to talk about it. We didn't want to admit it to ourselves, much less to anybody else, even after we became, um, you know, sober. And it's always a fight, guys. It's always going to be a fight. If you were an addict at one point, it'll always be a fight in your life. Lean on God. When you're having those tough times and you're thinking about opening up another bottle of, uh, of scotch or going to a bag of heroin or whatever your vice is, lean on God, hand it over to God, but never be ashamed of who you were. Guys, you are now born again. When the moment that you found Christ, you died and you were reborn in the name of Christ. Don't be afraid of your past. Don't be ashamed of your past because your past could save someone else's future. So utilize everything that the Lord Almighty has put into your life. He didn't put all of the same things into our lives or we'd be walking in circles. We'd be basically like a NASCAR just taking a bunch of lefts, no rights. You know, God needs to take lefts and rights. You know what I'm saying? We have to reach different people. We put, he puts trials, he puts tribulations, he puts lessons into each of our lives. They're different lessons. They're different trials. Even um, Steve and I who share addiction, um, we had different kinds of addictions. We had different stories. And my story may be one that touches a hundred people. But Steve's story may touch a hundred different people because they can associate with his more than they can associate with mine. Never be afraid to tell your past and your stories because your past can save someone's life. Your past can bring someone to Christ right here and today. Your past can keep somebody from falling into the pattern that you fell into. But more importantly, it can give someone the strength and the knowledge and the wisdom to know that it is possible to break away from old habits. Absolutely. God gives you that strength and he also gives you a powerful tool. And I always say most powerful weapon we got prayer. prayer. First and foremost, mm -hmm. prayer. Second most powerful tool, in my opinion, is testimony. Once again, one of the reasons that I love the official Godcast is everyone has their own story, whether it be drug addiction, addiction to pornography, growing up in an abusive um, household. Yes. Everyone has had something in their lives that wasn't perfect. None of us are righteous. Because guess what? If we were, what's the point of Christ coming back and dying on that cross? You know what I'm saying? He came here to show us, I know you guys are fallible. I know you guys make mistakes. I know you're unrighteous. I know you're sinners. I'm here to give you a chance. Use your life. Use your story. Inspire people. Wake people up. Never be ashamed because your story from your past, like I said, can be someone else's salvation here in the future. We're not the ones that do the saving. God is, but we know the guy that does it and we can lead them right down that narrow path and we can pull them out of the darkness that they were in. And once they find God, life gets so much easier in many ways. It gets difficult in other ways because the devil's constantly attacking you. But guess what? God also gives you the artillery to take care of that problem too. And the armor. But you need to repent. Remember, repentance is what cures that armor. Repentance fills in the dings. It fills in the dents. It fills in the cracks of your armor. That is how you keep your armor strong. And we're going to need that armor more and more as we're going to these times. Because trust me, the leather armor and the metal armor that I make isn't good enough. You need the holy armor, the heavenly armor. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, next is... Um, when we find ourselves angry or impatient, we must look to God as an example of compassion. How many times have we lost our way upon the path of righteousness? And how many times has the temptation of various sins caused us to stumble? Our God has plenty of reasons 
to be irate and to be angry with this. But instead, he shows us compassion, mercy, love. He is patient as we regain our footing in our walk with him, God, Christ. We're always going to make mistakes, guys. You know, it's one of those things is, um, I know you've got that, that one person, maybe a couple in your own life that you just really look up to. Um, you, you're just like, man, oh man, I would love that connection that, that you have with God. You know, we all have our different types of connection with God. You know what I'm saying? Some of us like green, some of us like blue. I, I'd imagine that our relationship with God would be different. We have different ways of speaking to him, different ways of hearing him different ways of, of, of building that relationship with God. You know, Jeff is one of those people in my life that I look up to. I absolutely love. I absolutely respect. I will live as his brother. I will die as his brother. Um, he's just someone that I just absolutely love and respect. So when I hear him say, you know, I still have a long way to go. I've got a lot of, of things that I need to fix in my life to get right with God. It's kind of a shocker. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we look at him, it's like, Jeff, you, I figured that you, you were like the most righteous person I know, but see, that's the thing is that a truly, a truly God loving person will admit that they're a sinner. Anyone who says that they're not, I'll show you a lying sinner. <laughs> it's simple as that, you know, um, we're all sinners. We all make mistakes. Um, we're all in the process of working on that and we utilize each other to lean on each other for prayer, for inspiration and to get us back on our feet, to get us back on that track. And we do it through God and we do it through Christ. But once again, there's days you're going to be angry. There's days you're going to be impatient. There's days that you are going to need to seek God's compassion and love all day long to keep you calm, to keep Joseph Duncan from throwing rocks at Adam Schiff's. There's going to be there's many, there's a lot of days like that. Oh, yeah. Um, the thing is though, is that I haven't thrown rocks at Adam Schiff. Do you know why? Because I lean on God for that compassion that Jeff was just talking about right here. Um, God gets us to these hard times. We just got to remember is that, you know, the moment you're having one of those days, lean on God, lean on him, hand over your trials, your tribulations, your burdens. God will get you through it. He'll calm you down. He'll be like, hey, lay off the coffee. I mean, you many, you know, whatever it is, you know, God, God has got your back and he will keep you on that track, cool, calm, and collected, because we need that cool, calm, and collected in order to make the good decisions, to do the right things, and to not be like me and be ready to throw rocks at everybody that that is running our government. You know, that doesn't solve any problems yet. Yet. <laughs> um, God hasn't asked me to throw in rocks. Let's leave it at that. You can um, throw rocks in the backyard. Exactly. I'll just throw rocks in the backyard. Exactly. <laughs> should have should have the rock. Um, so the Lord, thank you for the people that you have that you have entrusted to my leadership and care. Please instill me in my heart um, of uh, vigilance, so that I may be faithfully carry out my leadership duties. Give me the wisdom to discern where the warnings are needed and the words to speak them in grace. And give the ears to hear the wisdom of the leaders that watch over me too. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And you know, that's one thing too, is that in a way we're we're all students, but we're also teachers and we're also leaders. And I always say is that the best leaders lead to example, not through words. Yes. And that's the thing about a Christian is that God didn't ask us to go out and talk. He asked us to bear fruits. He wants, because talk is cheap. 
Talk is so cheap. We see that every day. Talk is cheap. Bearing fruits and letting people see that you're a sincere, loving, God-following, loving, mission-set person, that's what people need to see. Because then it's not just words that are going into their ears. It's literally them watching examples of what you do. So in a way, we're, we're all leaders in some way. But the great thing is, is those true leaders will deny even being leaders because they're just humble, loving people that want to do the right thing. And they're giving the examples, which is the best way to teach somebody is to experience. You know, I'm one of those people too. I can read things all day long, but the moment that I put my hand on a hammer, I can figure out how to be the carpenter. You know what I'm saying? I am a, I am a learning while doing kind of person. And it's the same thing. It's, you know, you should teach by doing, let people see your sincerity because you're not going to go out and do good things as a bad person, unless you're trying to deceive them like the devil. So good. Exactly. Actions. One note actions. Exactly. Good to see you. One note. Yeah. it's great to see you too. Um, Lord, thank you for calling me to yourself and for connecting me with my family of faith. I am grateful for the love and the encouragement that my brothers and sisters in Christ have shown to me. Help me to be a faithful member of this body, to do my part, to share the burdens of others suffering, and to join in the joy of their victories. Amen. I love Jess Amen. prayers, man. I do too. Um, next one is, Lord, you have forgiven me and made me new. Yet the lust and the ambitions of my past creep into my thoughts. Please give me a, please give me swift feet and a dear past so that I may flee from these thoughts. Embrace me with your righteousness and fill me with your purity so that I may withstand the temptations that try to chase me down. Guys, remember this. The closer you get to God, the better the relationship, the stronger relationship you get with God, the more Satan's going to come after you. The more he's going to put these lusts, these ambitions into your life. You know, we, we have to make goals in our lives, you know, and it's a good idea. It's, you know, it's not bad to have an idea as to where you're going, but be flexible. Be like water. Be like God. Be ready to, to take that left turn or that right turn when God makes you. You know, you may have an idea that you're going to be this and you're going to go to college and do this, but sometimes God changes that path. And don't be angry that, that your path has changed. Just accept it. Move on and, and accept that new mission that God has given you. Yeah, Punky, he's been attacking me every day as well. And I know you're tired, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop real quick. I'm going to pray for Punky Puster. Heavenly Father, I ask that you bless Punky Puster and you bless everyone in the similar situation as the devil is attacking us every single day. And many of us are worn out, dear Lord. So I ask, dear Lord, that not only do you remove that evil and that temptation from our lives, give us the courage, the strength, the discernment, the wisdom that we're going to need moving forward in these times so that we are able to battle the devil. We are able to battle the demons and every evil thing and the deception that the devil puts into our lives. Dear Lord, for those of us that are tired, on we're getting worn out. We're, we're sick. We're still trying to heal from whatever this gunk is that's in my head. Dear Lord, give us the ability to get past that and give us the energy, the heavenly coffee. Just fill us with your love, dear Lord, and, and your light and your mercy, and give us everything that we need, including the energy, as we can stand up and keep on the missions that we are. Even when we are feeling bad, even when we are worn out, dear Lord, just give us enough energy to step up onto our feet from our knees after we pray and send us back right into this battle, right into our mission. In Jesus Christ's name, and our Heavenly Father's name, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Punky, I hope that helped. And I hope that helped anybody out here is going to very similar things as I am too. So 
That is enough of Jeff's words from uh, God, at least for the day. words, Jeff. Exactly. I'm, I'm very thankful for yes. all that Jeff puts up there. So guys, if you're not following Brothers and a Bible on Telegram, give it a, give it a follow. Um, please, I highly suggest, just make Jeff feel better. Just send him your love, tell him you're thinking about him, and, and just express how much you want him to come back and get back on live radio so that we can get him back on. <laughs> Let's pump him up. Set him back on his mission. You just go over there to Brothers and the Bible and say, Jeff, I love you. <laughs> and we'll all be okay. And Jeff will feel a whole lot better too. So um, everyone, I am almost out of time. So I'm going to do another prayer. I feel like this most of the show was a prayer show, but they were just prayers. So we're going to have one of my prayers real quick, heading out for the evening. So everybody, please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, I thank you again for another day. Thank you for filling me with your love and spirit and guiding me to these shows. Dear Lord, some days I don't know what I'm going to do until the last minute, but you're always there to speak to me. You're like, hey, this is what I need you to do. So, dear Lord, allow me to open up my ears more and more. Even though I can't hear in the physical world right now, dear Lord, I can at least hear you because you speak through my heart. You speak through all of our hearts, and I am so thankful for that. Dear Lord, I ask that you lay your hand on us and heal all of us that are going through illnesses right now. Help us all to get better. Give us that the, the discernment, the wisdom, the love, the strength, the courage that we need more and more as we head into these times. Dear Lord, as the devil sticks his nose in our business and tries to interfere in our lives and distract us and push us off from, from our journey, dear Lord, we need you more than ever at that point. So please stand by us, guide us, hold our hands, pick us up and carry us if need be, dear Lord, but keep us on that narrow path. Dear Lord, when one of us falls, I ask, dear Lord, that you send one of our angels and one of our earth angels, one of our people right here in this very chat to intervene in our lives, dear Lord, to pick us up back on our feet. Give us that encouragement to move back forward as we will do the same for them one day when they need it. Dear Lord, we are all here for each other. We are separate bodies in your love and your name, dear Lord, but we are one body together in the heavenly kingdom. So, dear Lord, I ask that you continue to work with us all be in all of our lives. Give us the answers that we need during this time. Continue to set us on our mission, dear Lord. And if we have questions about what we're doing our mission, give us the answers that we can be more successful. Dear Lord, thank you for walking this path with us. Thank you for being here with us every moment of the day, dear Lord, even during these hard times, even when I am a big, huge mess and I'm making mistakes and I'm having terrible days, dear Lord, you are right here with us with great patience. And I ask, Father, that you give us that patience too with others. Let us always be here to pray for our enemies, to forgive our enemies for what they've done, dear Lord, because they know not what they're doing. You said that on the cross. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Never let us forget that, dear Lord, because there are still people in this world that know not what they do. Some days, dear Lord, I know not what I do, but you still pick me up. You still have that love and that patience, and you get me right back on that path, dear Lord. So let us do the same for those that do not know what they do. Those that are committing sins, those that are committing atrocities in this world, chaos and evil. Dear Lord, let us pray for them because one day they may be one of the strongest warriors we have in your great army, dear Lord. Let's not destroy their army. Let's weaken their army by pulling them over to your great army, dear Lord. Let us do what we can right here on this earth, dear Lord, to forgive others the same way that you have forgiven us, the same way that you forgive us daily, dear Lord, for the mistakes that we make. But dear Lord, thank you for giving us opportunity to find heaven. Thank you for putting the people in our lives which keep us on this path, that inspires. Thank you for removing the dirty birds from our lives, dear Lord, that were misleading us and, and deception. Dear Lord, sometimes it's painful to lose the friends that you have and have people that you loved and trusted turn their backs on you. But dear Lord, you do that for a reason. And we trust in you 
Therefore, we trust in the acts that you do, dear Lord, and we trust what's right here on this earth. So to continue to be with us, set us on for a mission, give us everything that we need, dear Lord, so that we can be successful. Never let us forget, dear Lord, although you have works for us to do on earth as you need us to do in heaven, let us keep one foot on this earth while the other foot is in heaven. Let us keep our eyes on the kingdom, dear Lord, while we're here doing your service right here on this earth. Let us protect these children, dear Lord. Let's set them off on a better path than we were, dear Lord. Let them understand sin from the beginning of their lives. Let them know you in their hearts from the moment that they are born, dear Lord, so that we can change this world if it is not time to be called home. But dear Lord, when it's time to be called home, we're ready. When those trumpets blare, dear Lord, we're going to be on our knees thanking you for everything you bless us with and just ready for that ride home. Dear Lord, let us all be prepared and ready for that moment because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You promised us today. You did not promise us tomorrow. So let us be ready and let us help other people get ready too, dear Lord. Let's do it in the most righteous way and a non-judgmental way. Dear Lord, the last thing we want to do is pull someone off the path. The last thing we want to do is make them feel judged so they don't want to seek you. Dear Lord, let's do it in the most beautiful way to where they can see the love that you bring to us in our lives and hopefully start seeking the same thing in theirs. We love you with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Beautiful prayer. Thank you. Beautiful. Well, guys, another show is over. It's 12.03, a little bit late. But I love you all very, very much. So for those of you guys that join us every night, I'm so blessed to be here with you. For those of you that are just joining us now or maybe joining us later as we – was that? Yeah, we're welcome to have you. Oh, yeah. You're always welcome here, guys. Uh We've got um, the most loving people in this chat with their arms open. They are very, very welcoming, and we are blessed to have you join us. And we hope that you do. Guys, like I said, I am never going to admit to being a biblical scholar. I am just a man on my mission – on my streak trying to, to build my relationship with Christ more and more every single day. And I'm thankful that you guys are joining me and inspiring me and helping me become a better person as well in the name of Jesus Christ. So guys, um, we will be back tomorrow evening. I believe it's Thursday. So we will have MSM Liars John here with us. I'm not sure what the topic of the night's going to be, but I'm looking forward to having that conversation. It's been uh, about a month since we've had him on. So it's going to be yes, awesome. So excited. Um, yeah, we will... Uh, who are we going to have on next week? Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, Dustin Nemos. Dustin, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going to reach out to Dustin Nemos and get him on. He, um, we were going to have him when we have him on when we got back, but uh, we were sick. So, yeah, exactly. So, and we're going to reach out. I'm going to reach out to him. Yeah. So, he'll be hopefully on next week. And, like I said, mm-hmm. guys, and then we're going to have a, a great show. I'm going to, um, I'm going to um, hopefully see if uh, I'm going to put you on the spot there, <laughs> Patriot Transition Voice Steve. If you feel like coming on Friday, man, I'd love to have you on. You know it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I'll be reaching out to you tomorrow anyways, brother. But, you know, I love you and you're welcome on anytime you want to. But Friday would be awesome. But, guys, I love you very, very much. I love you very good. Trenzies, um, looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, exactly. You didn't definitely. catch that, did you? What's that? <laughs> it's going pretty fast. He says, I will be there. Oh, awesome. Good, 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 good. I will make sure to get you that information. But guys, I love you all very, very much. I hope you have an absolutely beautiful rest of your evening. I will be seeing you tomorrow night. But in the meantime, I'll be praying. And I hope you will be too. I know you will be too. You guys are are amazing. You're always here to pray for each other and lift us up. And it's just a great community, a great family. I am blessed that you guys have allowed us to be part of this. But guys, I love you very, very much. Thank you for joining us for Kilted Christian episode 469. Just words from God. And I leave you with the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn
But so proudly we held At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming And the rockets regular The bombs bursting in there Gave proof through the night That our flag was still Good night, family. I will see you tomorrow evening for episode 470, MSM Liars Thursday. It's going to be a great, great conversation as usual. But guys, remember this. We are very, very lucky. You know why? Because we know how this all ends. And that's God wins. So let go of your fear. Let go of your anxiety. Let go of your stress. Put your burdens in the hands of the Lord Almighty. We're going to get to this just fine. We just need to be here for each other. We'll celebrate victory one day in heaven. Guys, I love you all very, very much. I will see you tomorrow night, and God bless.